are back for another episode of Who I Do. I'm Tania. And I'm Ashley. And today, <laughs> y'all, she did like a little dance. <laughs> um, today we have a special guest. I would say she's new to Who I Do, but she's not because we have talked to her before. Technically, um, this is her first episode. Yes. We had a live with her mm-hmm. before. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> yes. she is. And we've not talked new. to her before. Yes. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> guess, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself? Thank you. Thank you, ladies, for that. My name is Irene Tyndale, and I'm the Chief Event Officer of Irene Tyndale Wedding and Events based in Atlanta, Georgia. Awesome. Okay. And I just did a little dance. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So we are going to play another quick game of this or that, which, you know, for those that have been listening the past few weeks, months, <laughs> this is um, kind of something new we've been doing to kind of break from all the, you know, the monotony of everybody's days and, you know, everybody knows what's going on in the world right now. We don't have to talk about it a thousand times. So instead, we're going to play this very quick game. Um, and it's kind of themed along the topic we'll be discussing today. So, all right, to start off a ceremony or not necessarily ceremony, a micro wedding with zero to 10 people or 30 to 50? Zero to 10. Zero to 10. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm with Irene. Zero to ten. Okay. Okay. What about candy favors or shot glass? Candy favors. You want people to eat and move on. I have a sweet tooth. <laughs> nobody, need, nobody needs another knickknack on their in their china cabinet, and people don't have china cabinets. Exactly. I mean, I do because I'm a particular age, and it was handed down. But not everybody has one of those. It just collects. <laughs> It collects dust. You're right, because I just threw away a whole bunch of stuff, and there were just a whole bunch of things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, why well, do I have all these shot glasses? And I don't even koozies. I was going to say, you don't even drink like that. Yeah. Right. No, the best, the best favors I've seen, I, uh, edibles, you know, edible favors, like the donuts and the candies and wine. And, like, that. people are like, ooh, like, they have to get excited. Like, the party continues after the party ends. Like, no. I like shot. that. <laughs> Okay. A long formal gown or a dress that stops at the knee? Ooh, depends what you're doing. Okay. No, it depends what you're doing. So for my ladies out there looking at doing micro weddings and intimate weddings this year, or like I'm saying, the part one of their two-part celebration, a short, fun, funky, you know, dress that you could wear again. But if you're doing something beautiful and elegant, even if it's micro or intimate, or you have your dress already, rock that long dress. Mm. All right. It's like your sassiness, I think. <laughs> I like. I'm here. Yes, completely. Like, yeah, depends on what you if you could rock a short. You know, you got if you got Tina Turner legs, show them off. Just saying. <laughs> okay, I wish Tina I had. Legs. That's true. <laughs> yeah, she knows she's in her seventies or something like that. Like late seventies, yes. her legs are still fierce. Like, mm. Yeah. God bless her with those legs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tania. So. I love a long dress for some odd reason, but, um, but I understand, you know, why one would do a short bun dress, especially if you're doing a two part. So, but I'm going to say long dress. Okay. All right. I'm open to both. Um, (laughs) And nobody said you can't have two. So let's go. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Last round. Um, Offering streaming services or just having a videographer there and sending the video out to the guests that couldn't make it. 
oh, live streaming it because there's so many different services out there right now and companies that are offering that. And it's cool because you get like everyone's experiencing with you. You get to see the comments afterwards. Uh, I know some companies are actually editing the whole thing for you and making it like a sure. mini video for, for, for my clients. I mean, we have, there's, I love that option for us. We, more than just a video and sending it off. Now you could take that video and send it off to everybody later and it'll be a fun reminder of something they were there for. But guests are dressing up and they're sitting in front of their computers and watching it. So yeah, live streaming oh. it for sure. Aww. I'm a sap like that. <laughs> Aww. Well, actually, Tania. I'll say the live stream as well. Yeah. At first I was like, no, maybe I'll just have the videographer do a little video just because people will be actually attending the wedding in the future. But I think I would save the live stream because, you know, life is not promised. And so. That's true. Yes. Yeah, that's so. so true. That's so true. And it all depends. If, I mean, I have couples right now that are doing the micro, like doing the small intimate micro thing now and then the part two next year. And they don't want, I mean, they're having the photographer and we're having all that stuff but very few people are, are streaming in and we're keeping mm-hmm. you kind of on the low because they're afraid that people are not going to travel for the wedding next year. Yeah. But for the most part, you know, and a lot of times the live streaming is for like the grandparents and the godparents and the people who just cannot be present because of health, you know, health reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> that was a fun little game. Before I like that. We, before we get into the meat of this episode, we are going to take a quick little break for this ad, and we'll be right back. Hey, hey. Did you know that Ashley and I also own a teacher company by the name of Ann Love Co.? Well, if you didn't, let me tell you a little bit about us. We sell the realest bridal party tees around. So, if you are in search of some bridal party apparel, please look us up on annloveco.com and annloveco tees on Instagram. We come out with new designs every so often, so please look us up. Again, that is A-N-D-L-O-V-E-C-O-T-E-E-S. Please buy something for yourself and your girls, because you deserve it. We appreciate you, and we love y'all. And we're back. All right. So if you are not aware, we are talking about intimate weddings, micro weddings, especially in the context of a two-part wedding where, you know, you do something this year to honor that date or honor the fact that you want to still get married and have something this year. But because of this pandemic we're in and the fact that it just won't go away. <laughs> the uninvited guest. Yes. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of concern about, you know, having like multiple, you know, 50, 75, hundreds of people um, gathered in one place. And so um, we're really talking about what do you do? Because there are a lot of us, and I'm being real, there are a lot of us that had our minds set on a particular wedding for a particular day, whether it was the spring, the summer, the fall, the winter. And now it's kind of like, Ramana might not be gone by then. You know, we got to figure out something else to do. So right. this is such a timely, timely episode that <laughs> we're probably going to bump some people up. Could be upset. We got so so many episodes <laughs> that just haven't aired yet. <laughs> well, we keep having these timely ones that, like, I feel like have to be aired sooner mm-hmm. than later, so they'd be all right. But I mean, there are a lot of us that are really trying to figure out what to do next, and there are a lot of hard decisions. So 
we're about to just get into all of that with Miss Irene today. Cause Bring it on. <laughs> yes. If anybody would know, it would be you. So, but like Tania was saying, we've talked to you before. Some people will know, some people don't. So just for those that don't know you, what were you doing before you got into wedding planning? It's funny because I've been in um, wedding and event industry for 20, 23 years since college. So I started planning events on campus because um, I'm a nosy body and I am the eldest, so I'm bossy, which is natural. <laughs> and I just got really involved on campus and then involved in local nonprofit organizations volunteering because they would recruit students to volunteer and and I kind of, my passion for events grew from there. But at the time, my husband and I were talking about this actually a couple of nights ago. I went to the University of Central Florida and we had a school of hospitality. It's a great school of hospitality. But at the time it was basically hotel based. So mm. hotel management, you know, sales management, you know, sales, you know, that kind of thing or front desk management or housekeeping or culinary. It wasn't, they didn't really have an event planning degree or track at the time. And you you would hear of event planners, but it wasn't like it is now. Like these students now have like, it's like a treasure hunt. Like it's, I mean, not treasure, it's like a treasure trove. Like they can pick mm -hmm. any degree they want. And then there's different parts of event planning now that they offer degrees. I didn't have that. So I was going to initially major in PR, but the RPR college was so hard to get into. And mm -hmm. I was like, I am not going to be a super senior. You are not going to get any more of my money. So I switched to communications. <laughs> <laughs> like, organizational communications because a lot of my mentors were had PR agencies and did events. They didn't have a degree in PR and they were like, it's what you do with what you have. Like it's, it's mm. the connections you make, the, the experience you have. So, um, planned my first wedding when I was 22, one of my girlfriends went off and eloped and came back and I was like who does that like us little good school girls don't do that like these catholic school girls we don't go off and elope but you you eloped you know and she was <laughs> we were 21 22 and I literally could not believe that she did that and the moms <laughs> were like well you have to have a reception and and so she was like if you do not help me plan this wedding there I'm gonna wind up on the front page of the paper <laughs> just like I don't know what I'm doing I mean and at that point, we barely had Yahoo.com, and you know we were just. I mean, this was early 2000s. No, actually, late 90s. And so, she's like, "Oh, it's another event, just with a girl with the white dress." Like that was <laughs> that was like her said to me. So that was the first wedding I did. But then over the years, because I did that one, and it's like friends got married, I did more and more and more. And um, and then one day I woke up and I was like, "Wait, I graduated college. I was like, oh, I could be a, an event planner. Like I could actually do this for a living." And I got a corporate event planning job by day and then social planning and wedding planning by night and weekends. And then it just mm -hmm. grew from there. And about 12, 13 years ago, we moved to Atlanta so that I could work at hotels, at a hotel selling weddings, servicing weddings. And um, that was my first like sales job. And so mm -hmm. I booked it, cooked it and served it. So much love to all my hospitality industry, hotel industry people out there. Um, I, I try not to read too many Facebook messages because it makes me sad, but that's what, that's what raised me is the hotel, old school hotel industry people. And then seven and a half years ago, God released me to do what I wanted to do. Hotels decided that they didn't need me anymore, a hotel that I worked for. And of course, two weeks before Thanksgiving and I had a meltdown and my husband was like, are you done? 
He said, start a business. And I was like, no, man, I'm going to, after the holidays, I'll have a job latest March. And in January, I had two of the brides that booked me at the hotel who both booked because they like, you're a full service hotel. You're so hands-on. They found out that I was no longer there. And they were like finding me on Facebook, messaging me. They were like, where are you? <laughs> I heard you're starting a business. And I was like, no, I don't have any. I didn't have a bank account, nothing. And they were like, you could plan a wedding, right? And I was like, yeah. They were like, here's a check. I'll catch you. We'll meet Saturday so I can give you the check. And I had a one-page contract, which I know makes my lawyer crazy every time I tell that story. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a one-page contract I found online. And seven and a half years later, I'm still here. So, yeah, so it's a, it's a, lot, it's, it's a lot nice. I, I honestly don't know if I can go back to working for someone else. So I love it. I love it. So that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. And you're so known. I feel like there's certain, like, especially in Atlanta, I feel like there are certain planners that you hear about all the time. I and mean, your name is definitely one of those. Oh, thank yeah. you. I yes. appreciate that. I have a cool name. So shout out to Mr. Tyndale for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. So since we're discussing mostly like the two part weddings today, um, can you describe what like an intimate or like a micro wedding is for those that might not know you know we did a blog post about this about a month ago my team and i because you know anytime something is trending out there on a different platforms on social media you might catch a glimpse of it on tv or something like that clients all start you know, text messaging, emailing, calling, like, what is this? What does this mean? We'll see questions pop up on our DM. Like, what are you, you know, what are you talking about? So we did kind of a post because, you know, there's all these trends of like types of celebrations that you can have, type of wedding celebrations you could have. And so, you know, the tradition, you know, it's, there's about four. So you have the traditional, and I don't mean traditional, like you have to be a traditional bride. It means a traditional wedding where there's a ceremony, there's a cocktail hour, a reception, there's dancing, there's all the you know, even if you don't take things out, you don't do the garter, you don't do the bouquet toss, there's traditionalness to how that goes. That's typically 100 to plus guests. That's normal. That's what we're all pretty much see. That's what brides are, brides and grooms are doing. And then you have an intimate wedding. And an intimate wedding could be anywhere between 50 and 75 guests with all the traditional aspects, just a smaller number of people, right? 50 to 75. Um, and then you have what they're calling micro or mini weddings. And that literally is, you know, in some cases it's less than 30, but it's minimum of 10, maximum of 30, and it's for a short celebration. So what I say about that, it's no anywhere from 90 minutes to two hours. You have it at a venue, you have it at a location. You have, if you want, you have a beautiful decor, a decorated altars, you know, installation. You have your bouquet, boutonniere if you would like. You have an officiant. You know, some people are opting to have their bridal party just sit in that stand just because of regulations. And then, you know, you have the closest family and friends to you. Some people are just doing family and maybe one, one friend on each side. Then you say, I do. You have a quick celebration, toast, some cake or something like that. You have some more portraits, like, you know, photos taken of who's there, the bride and groom, 90 minutes, two hours, and then you go. And of course, you'll have some music to go with it. Um, a lot of my couples are choosing to do like a streaming call, you know, a streaming feed. So we're streaming it live and we're having the camera set up and all that stuff so their guests can be a part of it. And then either A, they go back home and have something back home, or they go B, they go and have dinner at a local restaurant that's nearby that has, you know, hearing to all the restrictions. 
or they just everybody just goes on their happy separate ways. And then of course you have the fourth one, which is elopements. And technically an elopement is the bride and groom and the person who's marrying them and maybe a witness, depending on your state and your county laws and all that and your city laws. And th- so that's the difference. So right now, you know, what's trending is the intimate weddings because of the size and the micro weddings. Those are the two. Okay. And I didn't even realize that they were all broken down into <laughs> the multiple sizes based on, I guess, like the amount of guests that are there. The order of things and what you're going to, you know, because I tell people the micro wedding, if you want to just be married, like I am not getting out of 2020 without being his missus, <laughs> then yeah. a micro wedding is for you. Yeah. So kind of piggybacking off that, I'm sorry, Tania. Um, are you seeing that like most people want to do that because they just want to hold on to their day? Well, we have a couple of things. So we have people that actually want to still hold on to their date. And so they are calling and saying, how can you, can we have a micro wedding? Cause we have about six of them right now that we're producing in Atlanta and we're, we're producing micro wedding days where mm-hmm. we have three to five couples getting married the same day. And it's every couple hours we have a couple coming in with their guests. Right. And so that way it's the shared cost of it all. You get to be in a beautiful space. I mean, like we mm-hmm. have the Crown Plaza. Ravinia is our first one. And we're going to be, you know, we have stuff in the mountain, in the North Georgia mountains. We're, we're going to be working with um, things in the, off the Marietta Square, the Four Seasons Atlanta. So, mm. you know, depending on it, depending on where you want to be and what your style is, is how you choose it. But then, so we have, you know, micro wedding day. So people are picking whatever day they want. And then we have other couples that are calling us. It was like, I was supposed to be getting married on June 20th in Jamaica. And I cannot, I've moved it to next year. And I still want to get married this year on June 20th. Can you make it happen? And in three weeks, two weeks, we're making it happen. Wow. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they still want to go into 20, they want to go into 2021 as a married couple for many reasons. Yeah. You know? Okay. <laughs> She's like, okay. <laughs> How easy is it to pull that off? It's pretty easy because we already have our partners, our creative partners, like all gotcha. of our people. Like, you know, we have, you know, we've been in business almost eight years. So we have an amazing Rolodex of, of people that we're working with, with vendors we're working with, but also mm-hmm. relying also on the venue. So like, you know, talking to the venues, like, okay, we want to have this here. Are you 1A up for it? And they're like, yes. It's like, well, who are your favorite vendors? Who are the people that you love? Who are the people that you want to promote? Mm-hmm. You know, some venues are even offering this to their couples who are having to push their weddings. So like, hey, do you want to have this beautiful thing in the space and take, you know, and take advantage of this package? And then you can still have your party next year for something else. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's pretty much just calling our people and be like, you know, are you available? Yes or no. And having multiple people that we can call on for, for different things. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So do you feel that couples are choosing to shift to the two-part wedding now that we are in the climate of quarantine or are they postponing overall? It's like a 50-50. And 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 what I've noticed for us and what I've noticed out there is the younger the couple, the more okay they are with pushing it to next year, the entire thing to next year and being okay. Gotcha. And then my couples who are like in their mid to late 30s, early 40s are like, listen, I got things to do. I have this house (laughs) to buy. I have this baby to make. Like, yeah. I don't want to wait. And so some of them, you know, I've had some like, okay, we're going to go ahead and do this, the micro wedding now and then have the big celebration later, you know? Uh-huh. And then I've had to say, well, what if I'm pregnant next year? I'm like, and we'll have a double celebration, wedding reception and a baby shower. Let's just, <laughs> they're like, oh yeah. So I'm like, why not? Who has a shower like that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like you can't think about that. What if? Like, you just can't think about that. So yeah, you, you, yeah, you it's like 50-50. Um, and then I have couples who are just, they're choosing to postpone because 
of just being cautious of their family. Mm-hmm. You know, their family members and especially their parents. Like grandparents, they feel sad and, you know, it's sadness they won't be there. But like the idea of their parents cannot be there, that just doesn't sit well with anyone. Yeah. So like if my mom has all these underlying conditions, she can't travel. I'm not going to say I do without her, not even a micro wedding. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, so yeah, it depends. And not even an elope mix. I'm like, okay, well, do you want to elope? Because they're mourning their 10, 10, 20, or mm-hmm. <laughs> their one, two, three, four, whatever, you know, whatever. Sweet yeah. kids. That's you, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a 10, 10, 20 bride. <laughs> now, how long ago did yeah. you book your wedding to get that date? Last Memorial weekend, two and a half months before getting engaged. <gasps> you did? You were one of those girls. Mm-hmm. How'd you know? My mama would have never let me do that. <laughs> <laughs> she would have never. I used to model when I was in my, in my early 20s. I used to do full-figure modeling. And my mom was like, when the agent would call, she was like, do not model in any fashion show or wedding dresses or rings or any of that stuff. It's bad Ooh. luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeez. my gosh. That's oh awesome. My God. Yeah, like, um, just last spring, I'll say, my fiancé was like, hey, let's just, you know, start looking at venues and kind of start processing and, you know, kind of going through all that. Um, and we, had, at that point, we had already looked at a ring. Okay. Um, so I kind of knew that we were heading there. But um, when I remember it was one day we went for ice cream, which was like, that's one of our go-tos. So we went for ice cream, we're just sitting and eating. And I was like, look, if we're looking at venues, I need to have some dates in mind because... That's one thing these places are asking me is like, when are you thinking? And we didn't have anything in mind. So I'm just looking at my phone and I'm like, uh, what about 10, 10, 20? So I text that to my mom and my mom was just like, because for some reason I kept remembering my grandparents' anniversary was the 12th, but it's not, it's October 10th. So when I told her that my grandpa had just passed away, like maybe six months before then, Oh. She's like, you do realize that's their anniversary. So I was like, well, oh my and this is going to be a super popular day. So now we definitely need it. So I was like, that's all I want for my birthday is to like book that venue. And so my mom did that for me. <laughs> well, see, Last you had year, a good so. reason. It wasn't like you were yes. just fast tail. You were trying to, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I have a reason. It's a, that is so, that is so cool yeah oh and i so, love like, that and i know everyone you know like the date is just super cool Poppy, right yeah. like it's 10 10 but i'm like but it actually has meaning to me so that's that's yeah and how many years would they have been married this year 61 <gasps> so they were 60 years last year last mm-hmm. october oh yep and oh. when he met my grandfather which was like about two months before he passed away, they like my grandparents were talking about, oh, you know, 60s coming up next year. What are we going to do? So, yeah. <sighs> they're, they're, with, he's, they're with you. What you with you? <laughs> exactly. So. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So that's yes. a good date, though. So that means so you, you picked your venue. So you, you're one of those brides. You're like, okay, I love that date. Mm-hmm. But I could also have a 10, 10, 21 if need be. Yeah, yeah. I'm not wishing that on you, sister, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exactly. You know. <laughs> mm. so. so, next question. Um, mm-hmm. 
how do you ensure that proper social distancing measures are in place amongst the guests and the and then also the vendors? And are people wearing masks? So we, I will say that the, all the vendors and the staff are wearing masks. They just are. Like, in the we know that and we're doing the social distancing, which, you know, it's really hard for me. I'm praying through this because I am, you know, I love all my couples, even the ones that are not huggers turn out to be huggers because I'm just like, you need this, even though you don't think you need it, you need it because it's, it's stressful. So, yeah, we're just doing that. And then I'm, and I'm coaching my couples on how to inform their family and friends and how to inform their guests and give them either a couple of my couples have done video messages to their guests, which is great. Like, Hey, this is what to expect. You're going to be, you know, the venue might check your temperature. You might have to sign a waiver. Like it's all these different things that cautions and it's changing constantly. So at one point, my late August couple, we talked about possibly putting an information card in their invitation packet, but talking to the stationer, you know, and just going back and forth. I'm like, things are changing every second. So I'm not going to do that. It's going to be printed and then we're going to have to check it because, and it's waste of money. So we're just putting all those details on the websites, on their wedding websites. And then um, since it's such a small group, sending everybody either a text message or an email, just letting them know, hey, this is how, how is this going to go? They're not, you know, some couples are requiring everybody to wear a mask and some are not. Um, but we are spacing the chairs, you know, you know spacing everything with good distance, um, cleaning in between each, you know, on our micro wedding days, cleaning between each couple. And that's why it's either anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour between couples, just to clean it up, make sure it's good and make sure it's sanitized. Same thing with the linens, if there's linens involved, um, which many venues don't need it because it's kind of such a quick ceremony and a quick celebration, but that's what's doing. And then we're really relying and working with the venues because the venues are all so good and they have so many regulations and processes they're working with. And I had somebody laughing today because I was like, uh, the industrial cleaning products that like venues have, we would all love to have that at home because it's good stuff. You know, it's good, good stuff. So they're all, you know, it's all like a joint, you know, a joint effort keeping everybody safe and distance. And, and people, people, guests have to realize they're, it's just like when you go to the supermarket, you can't blame Publix for, you know, something happens to you or the, super, you know, the restaurant, it's, you're going out at your own risk and you're in, you know, that thing. But I also have couples that really were really specific with their friends and family. Like if you have had it, don't come. Somebody of your household has been sick. Don't come. If you're a frontline worker, don't come. If you could have underlying conditions, don't come. We love you. We'll see you in zoom. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> And I understand that because mm -hmm. you just never, you just never know. Never yeah. know. Yeah, you just never it's know. It's so frightening. Mm -hmm. And some people are way more comfortable with going outside and being around people than others. And by others, I mean me. <laughs> you too, Tania. I mean, <laughs> I feel like, you know, we haven't done anything this whole time. Like we haven't uh -uh. seen people, hung out with folks. Mm -hmm. Gone out Not to eat all. like that, like a brunch. <laughs> I got a message for about a brunch. I was like, a brunch to where? <laughs> I watched in front of my computer. Right. I was like, exactly. I watch, yes. like, I watch, I watch um, Right. Like I watch church service. We watch church service as a family together, and then I make brunch right here. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And, and and you know, staying healthy for me as a as a professional, staying healthy for my family. 
mm-hmm. you know, and my clients, because I have people, you know, that we still have to service in a few weeks and, you know, over right. the next coming months. So, yeah. But to each zone, we try not to judge. Yeah, I try. Thank you. <laughs> Emphasis on try. That's what I was like. <laughs> Secretly judging you and trying not to and then asking God to forgive me for... for <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so you were mentioning that... Um, you know, couples have been sending like text messages and things like that. But if they decide to opt for, you know, we're going to do something this year, but then do the bigger thing next year. Well, I guess this is actually kind of a two-parter. So Mm -hmm. if they decide to kind of go that route, how do they announce that to their guests? And if they go to the second one next year, do they have to still invite everybody they would have invited to this one because technically it's kind of like a whole different thing, you know, (laughs) you know, it's it's a couple of things. If you are a couple who has already mailed out invitations, the only way you could uninvite people in my opinion, it's just my opinion is if you are having completely different size wedding. So like if you're no longer having, 150 to 200 people and you're doing them like a 75 50 to 75 then it's conversations i feel like you need to have like have that you know with each other you and your bride and the groom need to hash it out talk about it with your parents and really think about who is not going to be invited to the part two i mean that kind of thing and believe it or not people are being really really understanding because i think what's happening too is like people are almost relieved to be disinvited because mm. it's, it's, you know, they have their, you know, they have their beliefs or their feelings or their, you know, fears or whatever it is and not, and not wanting to disappoint and say, no, I'm not coming. Well, why are you not mm-hmm. coming? You said you were coming, that kind of thing. But to me, you know, if you have sent out your invitations and you are just pushing everything to next year and nothing is changing, then, I mean, there's nothing wrong with, you know, re-inviting. But what happens is it's almost like you have to send out a whole new RSVP list. Or mm-hmm. so, so some couples are opting to do something digital where they do like paperless posts or something digital where mm. it's online, they're really pretty and they don't cost that much to do. Um, or they're sending out like a, a redo. Hey, we're redoing this. Can you re-RSVP? Yeah. But be careful with that because if you... I'm just saying, if the new date, you might have more people come in or it might just kind of even out. Just be careful because it just might happen. Um, yeah. we've, had that ta- we've had that conversation and almost happened to one of my couples where they're like, oh, well, I couldn't make the April date, but I can make the June date. And so, <laughs> so they were like, oh, no. So be careful with the switching of that because the ones that said no initially may say yes. Um, and the honesty, ladies, Everyone is, I mean, when all this is starting to die down and things get better and we can start gathering, everyone's coming because we're tired of being, you know, locked up. Yeah. So I've been telling my girls for 2021 and 2022, let's think about this. I am a planner. If you hire us and you tell me my invite list has 190 people, we are financially budgeting for 190 people. I don't play that. Well, only 150 is going to come or only 120 is coming. No. (laughs) We are, we live in Atlanta. This is not right. the sticks. People love coming to Atlanta, especially from right. other states, from the North, from, from the West Coast. They like coming to Atlanta. It's easy to get to, cheap to get to when you could fly or you could drive. So I always say, we got to plan for the 190 that's on this list and, if, and expect 80% to come. And if that's the case, then you have extra money to play with or put back in your pocket. 
I mean, that's how it is. So the, the, the switching it has its ups and downs, right? Okay. It does, you know, that kind of thing. And then um, for those having the micro weddings, like if they're doing something small now and then having it a bigger one next year, everyone's just doing something electronic because right now it's like mail is a little slower or mm-hmm. they're having it quickly. So like it's different. If you're deciding to have a micro intimate wedding for October, you may want to send a little something to those people who are only invited to the micro and then send something completely different to everybody else who's having the big thing, you know, coming to the big party next year. Depending. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, I'm hoping that I can somehow get rid of some of the people on the guest list. <laughs> well, you haven't um, mailed out invitations. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> we haven't. And I was thinking, oh, we could probably get around that by offering everybody outside of the like 25 people, the virtual, you know, the virtual information or tell them to go to the website and get it that way. And then everybody else will get a change of date thing in the mail at some point um which lets them know or you know when we send out the invitations like certain ones will get this Mm -hmm. and then others will get the other right um that'll be a fun little exercise of figuring out who gets what (laughs) (laughs) um but anyway okay because i find that everyone loves a good wedding you know, so <laughs> it's so hard. But not it hard. for it. Everybody I understand that, but that is why people love to go to weddings. <laughs> and like you're saying, like you're saying, you get, a, you get to drink, eat, and dance for exactly free. for and, free. And after everyone's been cooped <laughs> in their houses for months and months on end, I mean, for some, <laughs> they might be stuck in their house for a year. Like, can you really imagine that? Exactly. So the first opportunity they get to kind of like the cut a rug <laughs> they want to try these new dances that have been coming out they, they want to try out all the, ki- the dances the kids are doing yes. The, yes. <laughs> the, yes. all the, t- all the tiktok it all the tiktok yes. exactly exactly a- a- exactly yeah. <laughs> 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 back you know right <laughs> they, listen we're not gonna go we're not gonna know how to act when really when family reunions can happen again Oh my yes. goodness, we're gonna, it's, it's just, it's gonna be amazing. But I mean, you know, chuck it to the, you know, don't, they don't need to blame your heart. They need to just blame the pocketbook and blame what's going on in the world right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it is what it is. Did you send the save the date out to all those people, though? But some of them bounced back. <laughs> some of them have bounced back, and I, I just was like, I, I don't know how I get this address. It wasn't somebody I was inviting anyway. <laughs> it was like a, yeah, I mean, just go through that. You really yeah. go through that list, comb through that list before you print out those invitations and say, I have my list A. These people have to be here. Mm-hmm. They have to be here. And then you have your list B where it's like, okay, it's great if you're here. I won't miss you. If you're not, I'll be a little sad, but it'll be okay. <laughs> and then your C list are the people that you sit with in the cubicle next door, a fourth cousin that you haven't seen in umpteen years that somebody <laughs> said you have to have. Right. You know, that kind of thing. Right. And then as the, as list A says no, you add people from list B and S, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, that's, you know, and it is what it is. It's like, yeah. those, have been, those have gone through the process of getting married, like, this kind of way, the way you're getting married, and the way most brides and grooms are getting married nowadays. They understand those that have never been through it will have an issue. And that's like, true. okay, it is what it is. I mean, because it means, like, do we want a marriage or do we want a production? 
Like the that's idea a, is to get you and get, get you the two of you married. Not, you know, it's great if you're, everyone's surrounded by it, but some of my couples are like, well, I'm taking this money I'm saving and buying a house quicker than I thought I was. <laughs> right. <laughs> they say interest rates are good right now. And mm-hmm. it's a seller's market right now. Like I just got off the phone with my agent. Um, right before <laughs> we recorded this and yeah, I'm hearing really good things. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, let me go ahead and sell this house so I can get some money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we money got women. <laughs> yeah, we got gas yesterday, and, and and we filled out my car. And I have a Chrysler 200. That's so a pretty big car. It was twenty two dollars and sixty cents to fill up the can- tank. Oh yeah. I was like, can I? Is there a way to store gas without blowing up the house? <laughs> Put it like, in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? I said, my husband, can we get barrels? Can we get buckets? And he's like, yeah, he said, the smallest thing you have a little canister for the, for the mower. And I'm like, man, we haven't had gas that cheap since college. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I know. Thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this next question I would like to know because I'm such a frugal person. So do you feel couples will save money by considering an elopement or a micro wedding um, and also having a ceremony slash a reception later? I think so. And this is how I think so. One is if you sign up for a micro wedding day, which it's multiple weddings in one day and and Mm -hmm. someone's producing it in your area and there's multiple planners all over the United States right now, they're, they're, um, that are doing these are producing these. It's not a new Mm -hmm. concept. It's just, newer and it's trending now because of what we're in right now but this is what i'm telling a lot of my couples think about it like this so you say i do this year so you go ahead you take advantage of all the tax breaks you're going to get this you know next year and all that kind of stuff you go ahead and purchase your house if you're going to do that whatever you you were planning on do you say i do this year and then you reschedule the reception whether you're going to renew your vows if enough part two for next year um but think about it you'll have another six months to possibly a year to save up for more save up that's true and some of my couples like, oh, I could really get those linens I wanted, or I could really get those chairs I wanted, or I could um, upgrade the bar, or it's just a party, it'll be less stressful. And then mm-hmm. some of my couples like started having anxiety about switching the date, but I was like, well, first of all, you have a planner, that's A, so you're not doing it, by, you're not doing it, I'm doing the work, and B... <laughs> If it's already all planned, all you're doing is honestly, it's just kind of checking in with everybody as we go along and then having the final walkthrough and then you get married, either you get married, you renew your vows or actually do your vows in front of everybody. And then some couples like, I'm just going to say, we're going to say our vows on the middle of the dance floor, surrounded by everyone, kiss, and then pick the party. And I've done that before for some older couples where they were part of the cocktail hour. They walked into the ballroom with everybody, said their vows right there on the dance floor. When they kiss, we have passed out champagne. When they kiss, everybody toast and the party got kicked off. And it was stationed. It was like a big reset. It was a big party. So you got in and you can get super creative. Like you can get really creative. That's one. And then some of my couples who are deciding to move it for next year, they haven't sent out invitations are like, I could have less people next year because the government said so. <laughs> right. And my Atlanta people was like, well, Auntie Keisha said I can't have this many people. So maybe next year I could only have 50. So we're going to do it next year. And we're going to just give that smaller group an amazing experience. So, you know, you can save money that way. Um, if you were a couple that really loved design and you just, it wasn't in your budget initially, 
you get to at the micro wedding, you're going to get to be able to stand in front of like a two thousand to three thousand dollar you know installation, but you're not paying all that what it costs that you're paying a fraction of it because you're sharing it with a few other couples. Mm. So, you know, which is kind of nice. And it's like, Oh, it's beautiful. And what the couples are loving about the microwave. And they're like, this has been the easiest part of our wedding planning. Cause it's literally like, Oh, you're taking care of that. I'll just show up with my family, my groom, my marriage license. That's it. <laughs> it's like, that's it. Nice. <laughs> Cause there's such a headache in this, especially like, I mean, I don't think I've been on probably the far end of some of these brides that have like really mourned the fact that, you know, you had this entire vision in mind set up for this year with all right. these people and everything. And it's not going to happen that way. I think I'm, I think for me, I mourn more of the overall experience more so than just that day, because I'm like, we can push that day out. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Because I still know that we will do something that day to still commemorate that actual day, mm-hmm. whether we're in front of 200 plus people or 20. Um, right. And so that's fine for me, but there's still just so much. So like to have it basically where it's like, look, this is, you get this, 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 you basically just need to see what time are you available? <laughs> like what day works for you? <laughs> it's such a headache you don't have to worry about because trying to figure out like, okay, where am I going to have my micro wedding or where am I going to do my intimate ceremony? Am I going to do it in a yard? Am I going to do it at a house? Am I going to go to a venue? There's still so much that can, it can be overwhelming. It can it be. be. So I mean, you, you could still, even if you, you know, ladies listening out there, even if you wanted to organize your own micro wedding, your own intimate wedding, there's still three to five, possibly six vendors that you will need to pull it off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the reasons we started working with, um, you know, a couple of different live stream uh, platforms and working with our DJs and videography partners about live streaming everything is because I've seen it, you know, we've seen it on TV, you know, when you're watching the news or you've seen it on, on, Facebook or somewhere where you see the mm-hmm. groom, the groom is like tucks us half on and he's, he's fixing a zoom call. And, you know, and then, um, somebody I talked to the other day that he was watching somebody's wedding on zoom and the person said it up. They like, they said it and forget it. Like <laughs> they set it up and like walked off and the, the comments were like, I can't hear me either. Da, 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 da. And it's like, you know, it, it's all these things. And it's like, <laughs> you're already stressed out that you had, you're not having the wedding, you know, and it's, and in the scheme of things, like some people roll their eyes because they're like, it's, you know, it's a wedding. There's more bigger things going on. But like you said, if you've been planning this for a while, if you put mm-hmm. all this energy into it and money, right? I mean, let's <laughs> put that in money and energy and hello, I don't care who you are, how much money you have. There's always an argument. There's always a disagreement. There's always somebody who has an opinion about something. And so you yeah. went, you've worked through all of that as a couple and worked through all that with your families, come to an agreement on everything. And then someone, Ms. Rona, the uninvited guest comes along and it's like, no, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's like, some of my couples, like it's like starting from scratch, um, you know? And, and that's why just, if it's not me, find yourself a planner because this is what we do. We get paid to take care of stuff. We get paid to handle it. I mean, really, that's right. what it is. Like, I, my team and I, we call ourselves the event gladiators. Like, we are the Olivia Popes. Like, we're going to take care of it. Just don't worry about it. I'm, not com- I'm only coming to you as the building is burning down or it's going to cost you extra money. 
<laughs> that is it. <laughs> there are things that happen behind the scenes that people to this day have no clue that they happen. Mm. You know, and that's what it's supposed to be like. So we're taking care of, I mean, even for all these postponements and, and, and rescheduling, even our wedding management, which is like month of management clients, we jumped in. It, it did not matter whether we were full, you were full service IT, uh, IT client or a wedding management client partial. It did not matter. We jumped in there like, you don't have to do this study in your description. I'm like, no, ma'am, because we want to make sure it's done well. And so, yeah. and then you're not getting, you know, you're not getting unnecessary fees and all that stuff. So it's, it's, it, it is, it's very emotional. It's very hard, but I'm letting my couples, I'm like, okay, are you, are you, I scream, yell, curse, flip a table, do whatever you have to do. Are you feel okay? Do you feel better? Yeah. Are we good? Now let's look at this logically. we're watching a dip we're watching uh the old episodes of a different world with the kids and it's like relax really release like just just (laughs) yeah now telling the kids that because i would say that to the kids and they're like what is she now they see it and every time i say it now like they crack up because they could see what they're doing (laughs) (laughs) i'm a huge fan i'm a huge fan oh my god it's on um prime and we're watching it we're up to season end of season four beginning of season five so we're having a good time with it good (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness okay so we've been seeing of course a lot of like intimate ceremonies on Mm -hmm. instagram and stuff like that of course due to COVID. so um what ideas would you present to your clients outside of like your micro wedding packages but like if they wanted to kind of like find a venue, kind of custom, do, you know, kind of like, I guess more of the intimate wedding, maybe. What kind of like ideas are you thinking? Like, is it the installation? Is it like, you know, just a lot of florals? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're or is doing. It just be, yeah. Or is it just like completely outside? Like, and just taking mm-hmm. that in. Yeah. I mean, we've had some couples have that we're doing, um, like I'm calling them like mini micro weddings because they literally want to come in. They're like, we want to have it in a pretty surrounding. We don't need any extra fluff. We just get us a cake, some champagne. I do a photographer. We don't need decor. One bride is like, I don't even need a bouquet because they're getting married next year. They're being um, really mindful, like no photography or that kind of stuff, like outside photography. But then we have other couples that are like, oh no, I still want all that decor and I want it all decorated gorgeously, you know, beautifully. And what we're doing is, I'm a firm believer, like I love logistics. I know about design. I know what's trending. I know what looks good. I know what's blooming when. You know, you cannot, you know, you can get a peony in the winter, but it's going to cost you a lot more. <laughs> like, you know, there's these things, I know these things, and I stay abreast of these things. But I want to make sure that my couples are getting exactly what they need mm-hmm. and nothing more, nothing less. So what we're doing is letting each venue has a designer and each venue will have a style. So like, you know, for the Crown Plaza July micro wedding we're doing, it's a French inspired garden. Mm. And it's going to be fully decorated, very light color, like very light pink and like dusty blues and grays and neutrals, Mm. very beautiful, very soft and delicate. And then we're doing one up at the corner district up in ball ground. 
at the end of July, and that was an industrial elegance. And Ooh. then, right, so each one will have some, you know, you know, a whimsical forest theme, or it's going to have something more modern city, she, you know, and I'm, le- I'm letting the individual designer choose. So like, mm. so here, you know, when the, the first one I called my designer Tinted with um, Jax with Tinted um, event design and production. And I said, okay, here's what you got. 10 to 20 people go. <laughs> and of course she came up with initially with one idea and then she called me back. She's like, scratch that idea. Look at your email, new um, vision board or mood board. And it was gorgeous and beautiful and soft and just romantic in the midst of all those trees. And it, there's waterfalls out there and, sh- and um, fountains and all that kind of stuff. So, that, so that's what she's doing. So I'm letting each person, because I was like, this is what you're good at. I'm good at bringing all of you together, managing all of you the day of, managing all the details. And mm-hmm. you are good with making all this pretty. So um, she always says, Jax always says, um, I Irene gets you here and make sure that you know doing what you're supposed to do. And I just make it pretty. That's she's like, that's my job. To make it pretty. <laughs> so that's what we're doing. Like just letting it. And then brides could be like, they could pick a date that works for them or they could pick a, a design that works. They like, they like, that's just basically it. Cause he was like, well, how do I choose my, this, what date works for you or what design you love or location you like? I like that. I love that. Yeah. Definitely. So we have a little bit of everything for everyone. And then yeah. we have the people that are calling us, um, like, I have to get married on this date. Can I have a micro wedding? My own by myself. I'm like, sure. You know, having mm, a, yeah. Mm. So it's a bit, and that, and that one's, a, those are a little bit more um, customized because those are like, okay, can we get um, small bites? Can we get some appetizers? Can we get, you know, can you help us with dinner reservation? Can you help us with overnight stay reservation? Those kind of things. So, you know, some people want a little bit more handholding um, yeah. than others. Okay. So, Kind of for, I guess, maybe more of those couples. Do they have to, like, switch their vendors altogether? Or can they, like, stick with the vendors they originally booked? Um, more of just kind of... So I'm thinking more of, like, your clients that have, you know, we're going to postpone, but we're still going to do something this year. I mean, like, you already had a photographer in mind, and now it's like, okay, if you're doing something this year versus next year, you have to pay for that <laughs> you know like you, you still have to have pay to, for it right you still have yeah. to pay for it so yeah do i mean is it a matter of like just getting all new vendors working something out with the existing vendors and then are there like any additional vendors that now you need i guess like even the streaming services and things like that um that you wouldn't have necessarily needed before i mean if you have booked all your vendors and it's just a conversation to be had with all the vendors. Um, you know, just saying, hey, I'm thinking about having something micro on mm-hmm. this day, whether at the house or at the venue that you were going to have it at anyway. Mm-hmm. What can we do with this? Um, I've had couples, my own couples that are my planning couples. I'm like, okay, so she's going to do, they're going to do something small this year, 90 minutes to two hours. Photographer takes two hours off the package this year. And then the rest of the time will be used for the wedding next year. You know, the thing mm. about the, the flowers and the decor, that's a little harder because that's buying products twice. Right. You know, so that's just a conversation to be had. I mean, and it might depend on your venue. Your menu might be gorgeous, but you don't need any extra decor. And you're just saying, I do with your 10 to 20 people and you move on. Um, and then some venues are doing that. Some venues, if they have like an outside 
courtyard and it's not going to cost them a bunch of money to have you come in and say, I do. You could do that, you know, just come in you might have a small fee, but it's just conversations. It's communicating with, you know, your planner, if you have a planner and letting them kind of do the legwork for you, or you just having a conversation with each of your vendors or you're like, you know what, I want, and I have, I've had brides have called Small Weddings Atlanta to say, I want to preserve that for next year. Like, I want to preserve that look, that venue, that design, that dress, mm-hmm. everything that we plan for next year. But I just want to do something different, intimate, meaningful this year. And say I do on whatever date, because I'm not going into 2021 without my MRS degree. <laughs> That's real. That's real. I get it. You're like, because I listen. My husband and I dated. We got married a month before I set with the anniversary of dating, and I would have listened. I would have. I would have been scrapping to get married on March 20th, 2004. I don't care who Rona or not. I would have been like, <laughs> you, I would be like, Pastor, you don't even to my minister. You don't even have to come out the church doors. You could say you could marry me. Just, the top of the church right there. I'm gonna be I'll right be on here. the stairs. <laughs> With the dress and all, the whole shebang. Right. No, wasn't gonna have another year. No, no. So yeah, so it's a, it really depends. And, and and if you're going to say I do this year in a small, intimate, micro way, and then have the party next year, just think about it. You just have. I feel like it's gonna be a little bit less stressful. You may have people come. You may have not be have people not come, but then you can save up a little bit more and not be so stressed out with you know paying for everything in the next six months, eight months or whatever it is. Right. You know, and also ladies and gentlemen, save up for a better honeymoon. Let's just say that. That's real. And yeah. how many by then you can leave the country. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> go somewhere. Hopefully. hopefully. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully. And then, <laughs> hopefully, um, yeah. yeah, hopefully. And then somebody we were talking to the other day, like, and how many people get to do anything really amazing for their one year anniversary? Like you, you might go away. You might go, you might do something, you know, mm-hmm. but you're like, I just paid for this wedding last year, but this year, like, you're like, oh, we're celebrating that we can actually travel. It's our one year anniversary. Because um, mm-hmm. a lot of our couples who have thought about who have thought about pushing it to next year or are pushing it next year, are like, oh, if I can get married a year from now, it's a Sunday, or it's if they're having a wedding, you know, depending on the day, I'm okay mm-hmm. getting married on a Sunday and making it one year around the same time, and it's like an anniversary. Yeah, and you get two anniversary dates. Sure, that is true. And I'm all about double gifts, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, well, we have two anniversaries, babe. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for that, too. I can just imagine Ed listening to this episode. You're like, like, I, I don't like her. She's making me spend more money. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, okay. So what is a realistic time frame for the second wedding? What do you mean by that? So, so for example, if we have the wedding on, let's say what's today's date. So today is June 10th. Mm -hmm. So let's say you have the micro wedding June 10th. Does it matter if it's like a year from now or six months from now, or is there like Whenever you want to. Okay. Whenever you want to. I mean, we have some people that are doing it a year from now, mm-hmm. there's some people that are like, we're doing it, you know, next spring, next fall, you know, that kind of thing. And, and just want to be married. You know, we have couples that are like, I'm going to med school and I don't want to go to med school without being married. I don't want to do this, yeah. you know? So mm-hmm. really it's up to you. I mean, micro weddings could be done pretty quickly. Um, listen, last summer, my team and I produced a wedding in 10 days. 
Wow. From a couple from from um, Africa, from the Congos, mm. and they had the venue, and they had a friend. You hear this, ladies? A friend that was helping them with the wedding plans. Mm. And when she came back, she came to the country, realized that lots of things weren't done. And I got a call from the hotel, and we got the um, photographer, videographer, uh, orchestra noir was part of that, um, a dress, mm. tuxedos, hair and makeup, the whole nine. For them, bridesmaids, groomsmen, family members, and everything in 10 days. Mm. Wow. Beautiful. We did not sleep. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet. Like, wow. I, my team, shout out to Tevin and Rachel. They, they did, I, I did not bother them for like a week and a half, y'all. Like I didn't even call them. <laughs> not even a text message to see how they're doing, but we did it. So, you know, what we're noticing with micro weddings, it could be anywhere three weeks to a month or two months that people are doing it. Um, intimate weddings could be done in a few months also if they wanted to do something smaller and have shorter engagements. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like 2021 will be busy servicing the clients that we're going to get married this year, then pushing it to next year. Right. And then new brides, cause we'll still have an engagement season this Christmas and you know, you know what engagement season is with Thanksgiving to Valentine's day. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I think, you know, um, love is not going anywhere. I heard one of the sharks, uh, from shark tech say a few months ago, she was on Good Morning America giving tips and uh, this bridal salon lady called and she was just like, what should I be doing? Because when the floodgates open, I know we're going to be really busy, you know, and she said, well, a couple of things. One, remember that weddings are not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. The first wedding um, record that they have evidence of was 2350 BC, before Christ. So between that and now, do you know how many pandemics, floods, earthquakes, Fan, uh, famines, financial ruins. <laughs> like we have right. experience and people were still saying I do. They're just going to look different. And then the other thing, she's like, just get your team ready for when it does get busy. And then the last thing that she did, which is what we are holding on to. And right now is our mission and our model is keep them dreaming. People are still, still dream. Have I'm giving you permission as a planner to go ahead and dream. It just might look different, you know? Which is good if you think about it. When somebody said that the other day, like weddings are going to look different. I mean, I've been in Atlanta 13 years and weddings are completely different than 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember when we were we, uh, about here in the South, at least, we started having heavier d'oeuvre receptions about 12, 13 years ago. And my phone would not stop ringing when I worked at the hotel. What is this? A, an appetizer reception? I'm like, no, ma'am, you're still going to get a lot of food. It's just <laughs> a small bite. It's small plates. And, you know, and then when the first look, started happening sweet jesus they, those mamas were calling me and i'm like well first of all i didn't i was at the hotel level i was like i didn't give them the idea please don't yell at me <laughs> i didn't give them the idea oh, <laughs> you know did you have one of those i was like no ma'am i got married in 2004 in a traditional church i did not do that <laughs> you know but the and everyone's adapted i mean when you yeah. have you know, you have tastings. If you if you have meetings with like generations, like you have the bride, the mother, the bride, and the grandmother, the bride. The grandmother laugh at you and say, you know, we said I do had cake and punch and coffee in the rectory or in the fellowship hall, and everybody went home. Like, mm-hmm. and then when my daughter got married, it's a little bit bigger, but this is crazy. Like, you know, and so every generation or every few years, it changes. So we're, this is just something. Is we're gonna get married still. It's just gonna be different. That's true. 
Mm-hmm. Every generation does it differently. Plus, Even this micro wedding is. Yeah. I mean, it is different, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's different. It's different, and it's and it's everybody. It's all 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 brides from all nationalities, all walk alive. What brides and grooms are looking mm-hmm. at it and saying. You know, and it's. I feel like people are going to go back to what the true meaning of a marriage, of a wedding day is, which is a celebra- It's the ceremony. Yeah. yeah. Regardless if it's a religious, has religious tones to it or not, if it's a pastor, minister, rabbi, priest, or just a regular officiant marrying you, a friend marrying you, you're, the, the, the whole day, the marriage, the wedding part, the I do's, is what makes you marry. And the party's just, right. I feel like the party's to let out steam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yes, this whole like, year. We're done. <laughs> it's over. It's over. It's like, you know, my, in my you know, culturally Spanish people and in, in our culture, we tend to have a huge first birthday party. Like I had 75 guests in my house here in Atlanta when my son turned one and um, six of those were children and the rest were adults. <laughs> there was, I have heard that. There's a bar, that. there was straight food, there was music. We hired a photographer. My daughter, you know, a few years later, we had her first birthday in Florida, 75, 80 people at a, you know, had it outdoors. And so, and, you know, you, people kind of look at you and like, why are you doing all that? They don't remember <laughs> anything. I'm like, no, 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 you're not, they're not celebrating their one year. We celebrated that we made it through this one year. That's yeah. what the celebration is for. And yeah. so that's what the wedding, then the ceremony is for you. That makes you married. And I think that's why some people are attracted to the micro weddings. Um, and then I've had get, uh, couples that like, I've lost loved ones this year. Like you said earlier, yeah. nothing is guaranteed. And I just want to mm-hmm. be married to this man, to this woman and be done. And yeah. then yeah. some people are saying, you know what? I'm not even having that big party next year. And some people are like, I'll party next year. <laughs> That's real. That's it, it is. <laughs> it is so real. Oh mm-hmm. gosh. All right. So final question. What advice would you give to any couple that's, thinking about opting for an intimate wedding, a micro wedding. No, let's, let's take it back. What advice would you <laughs> give to a couple that's supposed to get married this fall or this winter, but they don't know if they will or they won't? It's hard because, you know, there, we all know that this information is changing every single day, mm-hmm. but as women, we all have an, I feel like we all have this intuition, this internal voice, you know, that tells you what feels right or what feels wrong. And I think also, we also have that internal little girl still in us that we all had that fairy tale dream of what it would look like. And and listen, don't come back and text message and message the girls, the ladies on here. Like I wasn't one of those girls, not all brides (laughs) were thinking about their wedding when they watched Cinderella run down the stairs and lose a slipper. (laughs) That's not everybody. But majority mm-hmm. of brides out there have been thinking about this day for a minute. When they realized mm-hmm. that man was the one, I mean, I could, you know, you probably could sit with your girlfriends at brunch and be like, how many of you had a Pinterest board when you realized, a secret Pinterest board for your wedding when you realized he's the one? Now you don't tell him that because he'll think you're crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but you yeah. have that. So you just have to like look at it. And I also feel that right now it's my couples are all being forced to make real grown up decisions, real husband and wife decisions, even before they're married. Like even the couples that's like, okay, no, no, not playing house anymore. We are truly making decisions, life or death decisions, some instances, financial decisions. So look at your finances, review every contract that you have. 
with a fine tooth comb. If you have a planner, have your planner assist you with that. If you don't, find a planner to consult you through this madness because it's, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. um, you know, unfortunately, there's some, you know, there's some pros out there that are charging fees that are not even in the contract. So you got to be really careful. And you mm -hmm. have to, as hard as it is, you have to approach this logically and with some business sense first and foremost. And then, because the emotions are there. I mean, we're emotional creatures. And it's an emotional time, even for guys. I mean, them seeing their woman upset and crying because they're not going to get their day it doesn't make them feel good and for most guys they want right. to you know they want to protect you and take care of you and fix the problem and they cannot <laughs> it's like at this moment ain't nothing you could do so yeah. if you really if, if you're thinking about if your wedding's supposed to be this fall just look at it um look at the size of your venue because at this moment they're saying that you could have 10 guests for every 300 square feet so if you have a large venue you could hmm. possibly have less guests so you might have to cut down that guest list or if you say you know what we still want to have the full party and really celebrate with all the people that we love next year because after all this madness everyone's going to need something to look forward to because that's what right. it is every i feel like everyone needs something to look forward to and go ahead and have that small intimate wedding this year on your wedding date or pick another day like we talked about earlier you know choose something short and sassy or a jumpsuit or something fun mm -hmm. um you know, and, and, and some couples are very, on their wedding, they're very traditional, very classic. But in their everyday life, they might be a little bit more hipster, a little bit more, you know, you know, more buckhead, more mid you know, like more funkier and fun, you know, <laughs> and sassy. But, you know, you can't come in here with the black dress because mom will have a fit, that type of thing. Right, right. Go ahead and, no one says it, it's a micro wedding, it's an intimate wedding. You can really wear what you want to wear. Yeah, yeah, super creative, super like, just style it, you know, style it up really nice and have something fun and intimate this year and then save it for the party next year. But yeah. I will say, you know, really look at those contracts and see what you can, you know, transfer to next year and be flexible when transferring to next year because you're not the only one. <laughs> There's yeah. a whole posse out there. You have yeah. a whole bunch of bride sister friends out there going through the same stuff in groups. So um, just be mindful of the dates. And um, yeah, just try to look, you know, after you had your fit, because everybody did, everyone had, everyone's still having it, everyone's mourning <laughs> it, look at it logically and say, okay, yeah. now we're going to have part two. And listen, I'm all about two part weddings because I don't know how many times I hear brides you know friends of mine or brides like oh my gosh south asian weddings are like three to four days they're beautiful they party for days what mm -hmm. here's your moment to have two parts to be celebrated twice yeah <laughs> <laughs> she, she's all smiles y'all yes. <laughs> yes. Like, yes i'm all about that i oh. am i really am she's like she's like hmm <laughs> <laughs> He's over there taking notes right now. So. Right, right. <laughs> Jotting everything down. Oh, goodness. Thank you so much for this. Yeah, um, thank you. We're not going to let you go just yet. Um, we're going to get into the unsolicited advice portion of the show, which is when I provide advice to people that I didn't ask for it, because that's what happens when you get engaged. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and little secret, when you get pregnant, it'll happen again. And when you that's have what, babies, it happens that, again. <laughs> that's what one of my friends was telling me she was like it doesn't uh, stop it happens when you get pregnant because she's like it's like having it, twins for the first well her first child she's right. having two so two little oh, girls and so she's like hard. all the advice i keep getting and you're like you know what you just do you just be a really polite southern girl like mm -hmm, thank you mm -hmm. uh-huh 
<laughs> like, oh, thank you. I, mean, I was at the gym on the treadmill on a regular <laughs> walk. And are you pregnant? I was like, oh, yes. Oh, you shouldn't be doing that. I'm walking. I wasn't running on the treadmill. <laughs> walking right. on the treadmill. You're like, okay, thanks. My doctor said it's okay. And I just kept, you know. <laughs> like in movement. Yeah. Oh, so my funny. goodness. Okay, so advice for this week is really just kind of a woo-saw because mm-hmm. all of us 2020 people, we are in this elite club of people that basically had their plans completely thrown off track and not even just us girls that were going to get married this year. You got to think about the babies that graduated high school or fifth grade, eighth grade, you know, um, college, um, people that were planning on moving. There's so much stuff. There's so this was going to be such a year of transition for so many people that there are so many of us that are not able to celebrate it the way we want it. And if you are still here and able to hear what I'm saying, mm. that in itself is already a gift. Like, okay, so things are not going to go the way we want. Let's just pivot. Let's just change, you know, in the same way that we all decided to start working from home one day or not we, but you know, <laughs> the way we started the working from home at a certain point and whether you're still in the office or still at home or, started going back to the office. Um, there is, there's always another way. So, you know, maybe it wasn't supposed to happen that way this year, but maybe we just take this time to kind of figure out how to make it more of what we wanted for next year or, you know, finding ways to kind of like redesign or rethink about how we were going to approach our wedding days or like our moments, you know, for this year this this moment is this time is very telling it's telling you who is really in your corner and is really there and really supportive um and i think this more than anything is just really that year to be still be open listen get silent here i mean you know i believe in god so Mm -hmm. hearing what god has to say and figuring out what is next like this year had to happen for the years that are to come, you know, all the blessings and all the stuff that's going to happen after that. So don't be discouraged. Things are going to get better. Mm -hmm. And that is my unsolicited advice for this week. Pass a plate, pass a plate. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love it. It's true. Like this too shall pass. It's not a, um, yeah. It's not like, oh, people say that. It's, it, it is. And I've had, you know, I'm high strung. So I've typically am like, okay, okay, what's next? What's that? You know, like I, ha- like I have to know. That's why I'm a planner. I have to know everything. And I have just have had a really, not saying that I've, I've had my moments, but I've had a really eerie calmness to everything that's going on. Mm. And I just, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm here. I'm listening, Lord. Okay, tell me what you got to, right. you know, and, you know, and just, it, it will. And, and then you have a story. You'll have a story to tell mm-hmm. your grandkids and your kids. Mommy, tell me that story again. And you're like, oh, <laughs> let me tell you about Rona. <laughs> <laughs> and how we have two anniversary dates. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then he's like, don't tell her that. Don't, 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 don't tell the babies that. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to want to do with grandma. 
Yeah, exactly. yeah, they're gonna do the exact same thing. Oh, my grandparents had two weddings, so we got to have two weddings too. <laughs> exactly. Well, you don't put that in their head. <laughs> my my husband says I have to stay in the industry until I'm, we marry both children off because he he doesn't want to pay full price for anything. That, and that makes sense. I mean, I'm, I'm I get here that. for it. Yes, I am. Here I, I am actually here for that as well. <laughs> oh my! Because my daughter talks about two dresses, wanted to get married in Paris. Wanted to, I was like, oh my lord! And she's oh. ten, y'all. <laughs> I love it. I love I'm for how it. She's thinking already. That's what I said. Yes. yes, let's get glamorous. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, now we're going to move into the wedding vendor love portion of the show. And so today we're going to have Irene go first. So who would you like to shout out? I would love to shout out one of my favorite people is Jax Vizcaino with Tinted Mm -hmm. Event Design and Production. And she is my design partner. She's amazing. And I love her because she speaks to my logistical event love language and she's super creative and super logistical which love all my designer friends out there and my florists but artsy people sometimes you know are hard to work with because <laughs> it's just like they're in the cloud they're designing they're making things pretty and she's like yes but i need you here on earth and right. that's not going to take you 30 minutes to put in it's install. It's going to take you three hours to install. So come back down to earth. And she's amazing. And majority of our designs are done by her. Hmm. So shout out to her. And she's great. We love her. Nice. Okay. Ashley, I'm going to have you go next. So I'm going to shout out someone that's actually been, I think, shouted out before or by someone we had on the show, but I can't remember who, so maybe, I don't know. But anyway, I am going to shout out the wonderful, delicious creator of the food. Oh my gosh. So for my birthday, I was like, I want pound cake. And I mm-hmm. ordered some pound cake from Cakes by Lamika. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just ate the last slice yesterday because I was like, oh, I'm going to be good. I'm going to freeze mm-hmm. it. And so I did, like, I would freeze it. And then, like, every two days, I, like, all right, I'm going to That don't last everything. in the freezing. <laughs> yeah, it really didn't. I'm surprised that I'm surprised <sighs> I was able to, like, strike for two weeks instead of just eating it mm-hmm. all the first day, but had some willpower. But Oh my gosh, I so It's like butter. It's like butter. Yes. Like old school pound cake is like... <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's what I was hoping for. Like I wanted like no. good kind of like mm. something that felt like homemade, but didn't feel like too, too like, all right, this a little Dry. like... Like old yeah. school cake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a good no, honey. basement kind of like... <laughs> yeah. No, honey. Oh my gosh. Have like, you had her red velvet cake? No, really? Let me find out. Oh my gosh. And she was Is so she doing sweet. your cake? Is she doing your wedding cake? She isn't. Actually, it's kind of up in the air. Like, I don't really have a dessert. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I need something. I realize there's a lot of stuff I can't actually eat anymore. So that's kind of why oh, I'm like. Oh, yeah. See, because okay, yeah, I no, thought, no. yeah, I thought one thing, and then now I'm like, I don't think I can actually tolerate that. So got to right. figure that out. But, um, but no, yeah, no, no. I mean, it, that stuff is good. Oh, 
she's so sweet. And then she threw in she threw in some like chocolate chip cookies too. And I was like, oh, thank you. This is even better. <laughs> it was like really good chocolate chip cookies. And she's such like, a great person too. She's so like really? she's so, she yeah, she's just a loving person. No, I, shout out to you, Miss Lamika. Yeah, it's just yeah, her stuff is good. I don't think I've ever had anything of hers I didn't like. <laughs> Like, her desserts are good, yeah. Like, like now yeah. I may need to order something. Mm, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> and you've been doing so good, but yeah. I have, yeah. I have. Like, I've been limiting my sugar, you know. I have a little bit of taste, all in moderation. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bad influences over here. <laughs> right. Well, today I have a DJ. He's based out of North Carolina. Um, his name is Randall. He, his Instagram information is imdj360. I think he's well, he's quite popular out in, in the Charlotte area. Um, and so he is a wedding DJ. Uh, we all know that there is a difference. Amen. So if you <laughs> so if you are in search for a wedding DJ, um, please look him up, especially if you are in the North Carolina area. That's awesome. awesome. Yes. Yay. Well, thank you again for coming on. <laughs> this was so yes. much fun on hump day. I love it. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you ladies. I appreciate yep. it. Oh no. Thank this you for, was... for coming on. Exactly. Where can the good people find you? They want to learn more about micro weddings, or intimate weddings, or are they just like, look, 2021 for me, you're going to plan it all. <laughs> yes, we like getting in the beginning stages. That's fun. But either way, so we do full planning, design, um, and wedding management is mostly what we do. And now we're adding new services, which are the intimate weddings, micro weddings. Mm -hmm. um, our website is IreneTindale.com. Our Instagram, we have a couple. We have iTindale events. Um, and then we also have small weddings ATL. And so you can find all our information on there. All the links are to our um, pages are all in there. We're posting every day. Currently, we have six micro wedding days from on the books in Atlanta and throughout the surrounding areas. So that oh, is nice. All right. You know, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have a planner, but, you know, we'll work with her, too. Come on. We'll <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, we got to do what you got to do. Get you married. Right. That is true. <laughs> I mean, the fact so that you planned an entire wedding in 10 days, I mean, right. why wouldn't, finish. yes, like, why shouldn't you hire her? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tell I me mean, why. <laughs> I've, before that, my record was like a month, month and a half. And then when she called and she asked, you know, the hotel call and asked if I was available on this particular date in July, I was like, of 2020? She's like, no, boo. <laughs> 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 I was like... 10 days from now, 12 days from now, what? 10 days from now? She's like, yes. So we, so yes, it, it, it was a lesson in my, in my, I love it. I just love being able to get something different and, and do it and it tests our skills. Yes. Very proud of it. I should say. Awesome. <laughs> no, I'm like, yeah, you should be, you should be. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I love it. Where can they find us? Um, whoido.com, whoidowed everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, LinkedIn. We, yeah, that's basically it. Please uh, yeah. <laughs> give us the good <laughs> iTunes reviews, you know. We, I, I see, you know, slowly we get one here and another one here. So yeah. keep it going. Uh, 
You can find us on Instagram and Twitter as well. Our names are in our Instagram bio, the Who I Do Instagram bio. So that cuts out a little bit of time there. But that's that. Again, thank you yes. so much for coming on the show and chatting thank with you. us. And this will not yes, be the you. last time you're on the of show, course by not. all means. No, and we were planning some good stuff. And I know that that'll happen next year. I know for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, yeah, excited. Definitely. Oh, I'm Very excited. Oh, oh yeah. a lot to yes. celebrate. <laughs> yes, yes. 2021 is going to be that year. Okay. Like everyone increase too. Right, exactly. It's leading to increase. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, I guess we're done. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a wrap, right? That's a wrap. (laughs) That's a wrap. Well, thank you so much again. Well, bye. Bye. Bye.